What do you get if you put in a pot a sprinkle of Nancy Drew, a cup full of Murder, She Wrote, and a whole jar of the original Adams Family? You get Wednesday. But before we get into our review, guys, if you want to learn how to save money in gas, groceries, restaurants, check the description below. It's not a sponsor. We don't get any kickback from it. It's just our saying thanks for our viewers of watching and listening. Also, you want to be a superhero? Check the description below on how you can save a life or two. Spoilers. All right. So Wednesday is currently streaming on Netflix. It was ranked number one by the time we are reviewing this. I don't know if it's dropped or not. Eight episodes. I'm going to say off the bat, I had a blast with this show. I did too. It's made me guess who who was or who done it. Thought I was this person and I thought it was that person and stuff like that. And then I was kind of right indirectly. It doesn't now, count if you guess who it was and then you leave who you guessed and come back. No. Oh, <laughs> it I lost, really I lost it, that because you're thinking as this person and you, you change your mind because like I like as, as soon as I saw the the one character I'm like it has to be that person like they brought them back for a reason they're not going to keep them for this long and then I'm like maybe not <laughs> well real quick Spoilers. Wednesday is based off the the Adams family is, is focusing on the one character Wednesday Adams true the majority of episodes was directed by Tim Burton and you can see that here. But it's not so Tim Burton-esque like his other films like Batman Returns, Beetlejuice, or Edward Scissorhands. He has a distinct style in those films. Here, not so much. Only, yes, in The Monster, The Hide. That is so Tim Burton. I want to say it's closer to like Dark Shadows. I, I didn't see the whole film, so I don't know how the monsters are or the, how the setting is. I mean, granted... Directors evolved. True. But the way that Monster looked very looked very much like Frank and Weenie, his school project that he did. Yeah. And with the big eyes and the jagged teeth and like that. And then that that's the only again, that's the only reason comparison I have from his old style. I mean, like I, I love some of the characters were like uh Nightmare uh before Christmas or Right. Uh, like, yeah. Like, if you're talking about the creatures, kind of like I'm that. I'm definitely talking about that. Um, I love the fact that they embrace the Latin ethnicity of these characters. Because weren't they supposed to be the, uh, uh, of Latin descent? We have Gomez. Originally? I don't remember. I remember in the regular, regular show, the black and white one back in the day, you have Gomez, but I can't remember if the original actor was Hispanic or Latin. I mean, the characters were originally, uh, uh, was it a cartoon or a comic strip? No, it was a black and white. It was a comparison, a runoff with the Adams Family and the Munsters. Yeah, yeah. No, this thing, I'm trying to think about the original, like, which came first. Because you know how some things were originally uh, like a comic strip and they adapt it and everybody forgets about the comic strip or something like that? Well, look it up real quick as I talk along. So... <laughs> Anyway, I can't remember. I just know that in the movie, had Raul Julia playing the role of Gomez Adams, Christina Ritchie playing Wednesday Adams. You had a, the, the one that played Pugsley, was a regular white boy. And then you have Angelica Houston playing Morticia, not Latin or Hispanic. But you have here, you have clearly the brother, Pugsley, is Latino. The main star, Latina. You have the father, Latino, playing Uncle Fester, Latino. And the only worst person who is not Latino is Morticia, played by... Morticia was supposed to be French, wasn't she? Well, she's playing by Catherine Zeta-Jones, who played a Latina in Zorro. 
true very well in fact for me i just loved it i just love that they kept it there because it made no sense to me that only the husband is latino and everyone else is white any luck yes i was right okay so it originally started as a uh uh, because of a cartoonist in the New Yorker who would do a sketch uh, on it. And that was back in 1932 when it first uh, was released. Okay. So it was originally- and what about a, the black and white? Uh, the black and white was uh, done in 1964 okay. when they first started. And um, But that was like played, if we're talking about who played in it, uh, are you wanting to know if they're Latino or not? The person who played Gomez in that one. Gomez was played was by John Ashton. And John Ashton was. Remember Night Court? Was he in Night Court? Yeah, you remember? He goes, I feel yeah, much seeing, better I'm now. seeing him as an older man. Like, wow, I forgot that it was in Night Court. And I appreciate that it was like, again, like a mystery. Oh, Scooby Doo, too. You put in Scooby Doo into the melting pot. That's what you have here, too. Yeah, that, that's true. Absolutely. A lot of callbacks to the original that had some other callbacks where I thought was like, made me jump in my seat for joy and is the one where uh, the wolf girl and the mayor's son they talk about way of the dragon and tong long and i'm like is your yeah. name tong long and i was like oh my god no they didn't go for that and they went that was a deep cut right there because mm. it was so out of left field it made no sense to have that reference in there but it did and i loved it i mean maybe because like it's my generation where where we're at home like when i was being babysat by grandma that during the day you have all these reruns the beverly hillbillies you had the monsters you had the adams family you had to get yeah. smart all that was like on those side channels when there was only five channels before cable was took over and then you had like on the saturday morning cartoon uh, not saturday morning cartoons but saturday morning or Saturday afternoon, Kung Fu Theater, where they'll play Bruce Lee films. That's around my popular in my generation, my like around 10 or five to like freaking 15. That was all there was. So for me, that was like a hit me in the soft spot. Hit me in the soft spot. And it gave a new meaning to the two snaps. It did. Because the original Adams Family had the two snaps, but it was only tied to the theme song. Right, but... It is showed in a way that it was like a callback to they belong to a certain society. Exactly. Or alma mater to the school, even though it was never mentioned in any of the movies or shows, but it was here that tied it to that. Was there any other references? I can't really think off the top of my head. I think the, the references was to like the cartoons, because uh, I think the cartoon was before the movies. Uh, I mean, uh, before this show. Right. There's several. There's, I mean, you have the updated movies, cartoon ones with uh, Charlie Theron and you see, uh, uh, you Oscar, see Cousin and Oscar Isaacs. Huh? Cousin It's one of the alumni in the, uh, in his pictures there. In the library? It is the hand or thing. That's the thing. thing. It was the furry guy. So it was like, furry guy. his sorry, pictures yeah, hanging amongst the wall of one of the, uh, alum in the library oh there's one thing that i didn't like or i think they missed because gomez is supposed to be a, like a skilled fencer yeah he's supposed to be a skilled swordsman here they show that he wasn't i mean he could have became skilled have, afterwards possibly but i would probably i think i would appreciate it more if he, they showed him yeah okay what was your what was your favorite scene or moment a little bit hard to say uh there were moments that really stuck out like on episode one when she lets go of the piranhas into a pool. Oh. Great moment. <laughs> I would say, because I was I, I avoided all the trailers to 
Uh, so like when I first saw the first death, they had death in the anime uh, in the Adams Family live action, mm-hmm. but like where you see the body but, parts and everything actually laying around, this was like they kind of mm-hmm. took it up a notch. And yeah. it's not my necessarily my favorite moments, but it did catch me with a surprise, and the surprise is what. I'm, I'm enjoying. Funny enough, nothing really action-wise that was a favorite moment. I would say it's more like uh, plot-driven favorite moments. Well, it doesn't, really know, it doesn't have to be action. Real quick, before you go, I, I just remembered two other reference points. Oh, good. Carrie. Yes, that's the prom scene. Also, or not the, maybe not the prom, but dance. Yeah. And also, they cut, I am, I'm, I'm surprised they didn't show it even more, but it refers to that dance scene where she's dancing. And, you know, of course, she says she got all, a lot of influences from goth, people back in the 90s whatever where it was big and she still got a video but it's real quick but she takes a dance move and she does it exactly like the girl does in the old television show Wednesday Adams is dancing with Lurch and she starts doing and she does it real quick like they put it like for a second now I just would appreciate it if they did it held it more because she the moves was like carbon copy of what she did Oh, I don't remember. And you can that. look, well, you can look it up. You can see this on Instagram or on YouTube where they do a, a comparison. And yeah, the biggest reference point is Christina Ritchie reprising her role, not reprising her role, but she's coming back to the franchise. She's coming back. Right. She's coming back to the franchise. She was Wednesday in the original films with Raul Julia and Angelica Houston. But here she is the bad guy. She That's why I thought it was originally. I thought it was her as the hide because yeah, of the same eyes. Here. Well, they had a couple of people with did. big eyes. Like that one boy had well, no, big eyes too. Who? The one that was crushing on her. Oh, the guy from The Gifted? Is he from The Gifted? No, wait. Is he? He's not from The Gifted, the, is he? The artist? Yeah. Was he from The Gifted? Yeah. I, I, we had this discussion on an... Another thing, I forgot on your nerd tots thing that he was the one that did the uh, the fire. Oh yeah, yeah. That's him. He just he just grew. He just got tall and got a little thinner. But he has bug eyes, man. True. No offense, you no, you're right. But, but your Christina eyes Ritchie, But Christina Richie had a bigger eyes, and so that's why I thought it was like she she was a changing. She called herself a normally a normie, which that was a thing that boggled me because I'm like, you call it like normies are supposed to be non magical non mystic or whatever no regular pe- regular people regular people that's what it was but yeah. in the end i'm like homegirl you're not a normie you bring back your great 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 grandfather and he's like i'm gonna get rid of all these and you're like bro you are far from any normie you're undead no but she's a normie no but he's not a, well i just find it ironic that he's or hypocritical or, or whatever he's absolutely hypocrite yeah he's using spells to destroy people who are witches, monsters, what have you. It's like, but wait a minute, you're one of them. Yeah, and she, ca- and you, she uh, cast a spell to do the same thing. Right. Well, she read it. She just did it verbatim. She just read the she read the spells. It wasn't like she generated it. I mean, or I, like she I, didn't feel, have a, I feel a, like there arcane. has to be, like, you have to have some kind of arcane in order to do it. It's not like they were mm-hmm. saying, like, the werewolves could do spells or the vampires could do spells. It's like... They were they have like literal people that they consider as like precogs or witches. I'm sorry. That the one thing I didn't understand, and for those who are listening, watching, sorry, we are jumping around. But yeah. I mean, it's such a such a good show. It's like in eight episodes long. It's kind of pinpoint. But what they didn't understand, or what they didn't make clear, is like how did that Medusa guy come out of stone? Oh, they did. Like, like they did when the roommate, the wolf girl. Mm-hmm. Uh, she was uh, like asking him on a date. I think I think it was a uh, it was a little bit before they were asking on a date. They were talking about his Gorgon ability, 
She goes, I'm not okay. scared of it. It's only temporary anyways. So, oh, yeah. okay. Which, I mean, damn, where, where, honestly, that's an OP ability. On, it, like, like it, th- that would have destroyed the season finale if he just says that, like, ha, look at me. Look at me. Look at me. Right. <laughs> and it's weird. Like, it's like, right. But the thing is, at the same time, it's like, yeah, he could have came and saved the day. You can make the, uh, the uh, excuse that they made the description. He's an idiot. But the other guy's an idiot. The merman. Oh, that guy's an idiot, too. <laughs> he's a big idiot but no it's like so he only had like powers five to lines. work i know but for his powers to work he has to take out he has to show the snakes yeah he does like they have to make eye contacts and show the snakes that's why he always no wore sense. the beanie no i know but it makes no sense i mean that was yeah. the one thing i mean i get like when you rewatch the movies the original movies and like the the show mm-hmm. the supernatural characters are kind of normalized to where they exist in the world but they're still outcasts mm-hmm. but I'm like, bro, right. like, like I'm watching. I'm like, you are like a little bit more extreme. When you first watch the Adams family, like these guys are like, when they see, they know, uh, like see a hand moving around, they freak out. Like I never see a hand moving around before kind of thing. Like here, they're like mm-hmm. talking about like werewolves and vampires and all this other stuff. Like they're like, they just exist. And I'm like, I would feel less surprised if I knew these things actually exist. It's like, don't get me wrong. I'll still freak out if I see a bear in my backyard, but I'm not going to be like, bears exist. I know they exist. So it's just the kind of thing that was going through my mind. I mean, story wise, I think the story was pretty solid. Yeah. It was was like, give you a little bit of mystery. You had your cliche, uh, like teen groups uh and you like you had the bitch queen it was very uh it was very uh twilight better better than oh, twilight. definitely better than twilight. i i, I but yeah it has twilight. that but uh it it does have that love triangle vibe to it um mm-hmm. some people were trying to like say that there's a love triangle between her and her roommate i which i didn't see personally i can kind of see that but it's like it's like platonic but nothing no people were sexualizing it <laughs> And I'm like I platonic. Know. I get like yeah. You, well, the thing is like Wednesday doesn't know yet. Like she didn't know. You know what I'm saying? Because she never dated before. So I mean, you could argue that. Yeah. Yeah, but what I like about here also is that besides the the mystery and the stories, like you, the, like it's for Wednesday, it's almost like coming of age in a way. And says of breaking out of her shell, letting herself open up. And I got a little emotional in that final moment where her roommate Enid hugged her, and. She was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. And then she saw in her face that, you know, that her roommate was like, had like care for her, like, like that. And then mm-hmm. she hugged back and there was like that bond, yeah. that, 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 that shell that she held up so long was finally broken. Correct. It, it, and that's really, for me, the biggest thing is like, you're breaking mm-hmm. a barrier that she had. It's a defense. It's really a defense mm-hmm. mechanism that Wednesday Adams has, which was one of the, it's, a sad thing that she has so much of a defensive barrier, but it's also what makes her as a great character because it's her flaw. I mean, she's so defensive that she turns those who are trying to help her into enemies in, in a lot of ways. But isn't that common with a lot of kids trying to figure that figure things out, trying to find their identity? Yeah, I'm not saying that's right? a bad thing. I'm, I'm saying that's actually it because you, you're a lot of times when you have your protagonist, you want to show them have growth you want to have them have struggles and whatnot and sometimes right. and, you know it, in the internal struggle is just as good as the external and in this case right. her internal struggle which you see is her being put like a fish out of water even though she's surrounded by people of quote unquote like her t- kind 
they're not. Mm-hmm. And like she isolates herself even from, from her family, from them. Maybe not Uncle Vester. Right. She bonded with Uncle Vester hard. And that's, uh, usually, that's usually the case. It's usually, they, it's usually the, they like the uncle or the aunt. Exactly. Usually, you know. But do, do you remember from the movies if Wednesday had vision powers? No, I don't remember that. Uh, she was very astute and very clever, but no, no powers mm-hmm. were displayed in either of the franchise movies. I mean, it's not outside okay. the realm because Fester technically had powers too, like struck by lightning and can now emit electricity. Right, but that's on our that's the father side, and the then daughter the, the of the father. But the vision, no, but the vision came from the mother. True. I mean, that, 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 I feel like that's a new so, thing, unless that was part of the show. I mean, I don't hate it. I, I like it, but I just wasn't really sure they. If they brought something new to the table for this story, or it was just that something that maybe that bring it more of the forefront of what was mentioned probably in the shows or the other movies before. No. What's your favorite scene? I was like, I, I went right to the first episode, Piranhas, which is really early on. Right. And I drew oh, a line I from when, the other uh, stuff. <laughs> with Tyler and, or the Hyde and Enid Bite. Yeah, that's not a bad She's scene. She's a werewolf. Like when she first no, I, changes, I, I like, yeah, when she changes and becomes a wolfling, and then they fight, and she does a, a wrestling drop kick. I was like, "What?" And now that being said, I felt the finale, the fight finale, was a little weak, a little short, a little too easy. I get in that. my opinion. Like it would have been kind of cool to say, like, you have the sirens, you have the Medusa clan, you have everybody pitching in. Like, like Wednesday could be the forefront. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, like I said, the Gorgon could have like ended the whole thing right there. Frozen in stone or like, like you're right. Like the siren, I think she got, she tried something and he got shot down, Um, but they didn't utilize it. Like the vampires, they didn't do nothing in any of the episodes. Nothing was done with the vampires and they showed other creatures too. Like the faceless ones. But I think they want to stay away with the like comparison of twilight maybe yeah i get that but like you're right they had other creatures that they could have used i mean the principal was a shapeshifter they did right. use that but there was potential to be utilized otherwise that i can't remember uh remind me did they kill christina ricci's character i thought you froze for a second <laughs> froze you in real life no, I froze <laughs> I'm trying to remember because she was covered in bees and then she kicked her in the face. Probably arrested then because I remember yeah, the, the, the hide was arrested. He was he? Yeah, he was definitely the father. The, the father found him though. Yeah. Oh yes. He, yeah. Cause he breaks out. He um, changes. I, I'm That's just, right. I'm, I'm maybe forgetting I, guys in the, in, got, in the comments, get us. Right. Did Christina Ricci survive? Is she coming back for season two? I believe she's arrested. Now I have to say every time I saw the father or the, the sheriff, Mm-hmm. I kept look, thinking of, I'm not sure if you know who Brian Callen is. He's a comedian. Off the top of my head, no. Anyway, well, if you look up Brian Callen, you can see, oh, he was coach in the Goldbergs. I never watched Goldbergs. Oh. Anyway, the sheriff and Brian Callen, the guy who plays the sheriff and Brian Callen, they have a similarity to him. And I, oh, I could have seen Brian Callen play this character and he would have killed it. Bianca, for me, was kind of eh overall. I couldn't really... Well, I, mean, I understand that they didn't really introduce much to her character. I got a feeling no, they were about, confident about season about, two, and then that, and that's why they introduced her mother. Well, for me, I'm just talking about more of the performance factor. Oh yeah, felt a little, little like, uh, but everyone else was great. I I love Eugene. Eugene was awesome. 
again another la latino Maybe oh latino. the b-boy the 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 hummers have to stick yeah. together he was good he he was definitely yeah, like he was good I, he reminded me of the boy from um the adams family Two, the summer camp he, he gave me that vibe he was the one character that kissed wednesday adams in the movies okay because i'm just i i remember seeing the first one i remember seeing the family values i liked uh the principal I, uh, uh, Gwendolyn oh, yeah. Christie. But she kind of reminded me like in a way like the way she went out, I was like, man, she just got plasma. Captain Plasma. She got, because she was like done. Like, I was like, man, you should keep her. Why Why get rid of her? She, it was like. Finally had something going on for her and then they just took her out. Because I liked that they were butting heads. Yeah. Her and Wednesday. And now we we don't know who's really stalking her because there's, there's a stalker who's been taking pictures of her. Like, who is it? Is it part of her group? Oh, for Wednesday. Is it for Wednesday, yeah. Because mm -hmm. she got, you know, she was gifted all these pictures and all that stuff. So like, who's her stalker? Yeah. Who, who's going to be the next villain of the next series? This was to me like a surprise hit. I know people are telling me about it and I know it was like number one, but I didn't know it was this good. What do you think about the fencing scene? I, you know, like when she fought Bianca. Good. Yeah, it was good. A little too, a little too flashy to have. I seen mean, it, it makes sense to me though, because that's like if you take the fencing scenes from the movies with Gomez. To me, uh, I would like to have it build up. Say like they had the, the helmets on and they're fighting, blah blah, and then they're taking it like to the top. To me, it was like real quick, boom, challenge. First one to draw blood, blah blah blah. You mean tension to between me, those just, two characters a little bit more? Correct, correct. I know there was tension there, but. It would have been nice to have that build up more and that fight build up more. True. That's the only thing. I mean, overall, it was, it was fun to watch. It was done well in that sense where, like you're saying, tying back to the how good uh, Gomez was with fencing. And then again, it would have been like she grabs the sword, even though that sword is not really fencing, but she grabs it with two hands. The one that she uses later that breaks. Yeah. And, um, I'll say this. I like how she gets his attention. By saying howdy pilgrim i don't know i just got i got kicked out of that i got a kick out of that because he is a pilgrim and she's I, getting you know so I, was, I was like i kind of like, like the pilgrim scene where she was a like pilgrim selling to fudge oh yeah in, 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 in german in german yeah that also no reminded me of uh, out of family too because they were doing there was a, a whole thing between the pilgrims and the right and, and the indians um so there you go so that's a call back to that too then there you go i mean honestly there were some fight scenes in this show too like uh, and all with wednesday like when she was fighting the boys in the cafe that was good yeah that one i like and the way she, she fought she took the boys again and... one more time in the pilgrim area and the uh the one boy who got threw up on <laughs> yes <laughs> yes too much fudge oh. kids it's not good for you <laughs> oh yeah was that eugene did eugene throw up yeah he did but then the they were gonna put them in. The, they were gonna put them in the uh, was it uh, cascades or whatever. And she like she just came in, strong armed it, and right. then she put the one boy in there. And she she does a, she does a really good dead face, even with fighting. Even when they were fighting, her face was this deadpan. I mean, so, they uh, they said that she was like tried not to blink as much as possible throughout the entire performance, which that's hard. What about the uh, the music for the show? Oh, so good. Then, I like the introduction of the cello. I don't remember yes. if that was a thing from the original, but and and it was redoing some uh, like I I want to say there was some, like metal was it Metallica? No, they did. It was painted black. It was painted black. Not Metall I thought it was Metallica and it was Rolling Stones painted black. And Danny Elfman composed or his music was used in four episodes. The part that surprised me 
was the the psychiatrist. They really used the psychi psychiatrist more than I thought they would have initially. Too the actress that plays her, I remember her from like comedy, like a comedy music group and comedy stuff. So I think she was a mm -hmm. good choice, but she did play it well enough that at points you were wondering if if she was the big bad like oh if yeah she, if she was the master or she was like or I, at one point i thought maybe she was a controller working for the principal too having close ties with the principal so well yeah i remember she drove the kid when she was a shapeshifter to the train station yeah so i thought they were in cahoots like she knew who that was uh, well so and was she like, probably did they were tied to uh, hand in hand but uh, so she probably did know, but not the whole situation that fell through like the way it did. So that that was really intriguing in that aspect. Mm -hmm. And then um, Enid's character was a surprise character for me as a delightful character. Like they brought right. her in and like completely new character and the way a she total contrast, a, a absolute contrast. Uh, like your room looks like it vomited rainbows. That kind of uh, situation. You could tell there was a parallel between what happened between the principal and the uh, and Morticia. Right. Morticia. Mm -hmm. And that was the vibe I was getting between Enid and Wednesday. Right, but they didn't have a same the, the same love interest. True. Maybe not yet. Maybe that could be later on. Review comparison. So on Rotten Tomatoes, and I know there's other review uh, sources out there, but we're going to use Rotten Tomato as our main source for this. The critics give it a 72%. The audience gives it 86%. What do we think? Who who do we side with on this one? Do we side with the critics? Do we side out with the audience? For me, I would side with the audience. As a matter of fact, I might give it a few more points. I would give it 90 as well. I would give it maybe a little bit more to the Bruce Lee reference. Sorry, 93. <laughs> the one line. <laughs> It's like, I'll push it all the way to 93, maybe just for that one line. Honestly, if they said like tomorrow, season two is coming out, which I know, I think they did okay for a season two, but if they, if they were releasing a season two, I would have been ready to binge watch it as soon as season two aired. Definitely worth a watch. Okay. All right, guys. That is our series review of season one of Wednesday, currently streaming on Netflix. If you have a show or movie you would like us to review, please email us at Tell the two bros at gmail.com. Until next time, we'll be the next time. I'm Angel. I'm Avon. Love you, bro. Love you, bro.